Hey, we're speaking about wisdom tonight. We're carrying on our series uh, that we've done over the last few weeks, and I'm really excited. I believe that every person here is going to benefit from this. I reckon every person here, if you have your spiritual ears open, are going to be closer to God at the end of this message. It's a pretty big claim. I fully believe it. I want to start off by sharing a quick story. When I was uh, 19 years old, my wife and I, we went on a family holiday with Keita's family. Uh, it was my second holiday. We weren't married at that point, but it was my second holiday away with Keita's family. And we went to Papamoa. Papamoa is a great place to go. and It's not too far away. And uh, what we did was, uh, before we left, we thought, man, what would be a good idea to bring with us to Papamoa? And we thought, we got to buy some skateboards. And uh, I don't know why that was a good idea, because neither of us really skateboarded. I mean, like, I used to when I was 12 years old, but when I was 19, I was still a giant. And uh, we bought these skateboards. They were really cool as well. They had, like, cow patterns on the grip tape. And then you turned them around, there was, like, a real natural wood look. It was, it was really cool. Trust me, it was really cool. And so we bought these matching, matching like, long boards. And um, so we grabbed them, and we go off to Papa Mo for our holiday. And uh, when we get there, uh, the first thing that we did was we got our long boards out of the car, and we went for a ride. And we went for a ride up the road to the dairy. Because you're on holiday, you've got to get food, right? You've got to get a lot of fattening food as well. Uh, so we get on the skateboards. You have to go over a speed bump, down a hill, and around a corner, and you're at the dairy. And so we did that, and uh, what happened was we get there, uh, and then uh, what I haven't told you yet was we had a bit of a hiccup beforehand. I don't know if Kitty and I were, like, super tight at that point. Because what happened was we were getting ready and Keita was putting her shoes on and I put my jandals on. Because we're at the beach. And she said, Jay, you need to put your shoes on. Don't wear jandals when you're skateboarding. And um, as every man, uh, you know, like myself does, you don't listen. And I said, no, I'm going to put my jandals on. She said, come on, put your shoes on. She repeated it a few times. And I said, no, I'm going to wear my jandals. And so we went off to the dairy. We get there. We get our food. What did we get? Ice creams, chili filly, chips, all of the good stuff. We got all the good stuff. We head back. And uh, what happened was we go up the hill and we're all right. At that point, I'm confident. At that point, I've got my skill back from 12 years old. And I start popping some real mean tricks. I start going from side to side to get some speed. And, um, and then what happened was I was like, I'm real good now. And you've got to understand, these were small longboards. So I thought, I thought, let me crack an ollie. Let me do an ollie. That's not a good idea when you're bare feet. But anyway, let me crack an ollie. So we go over. Kita gets off her longboard and we're getting up to the speed bump. It's about 10 metres away from the cabin we're staying at. And so what happens is we go up to the speed bump. I'm showing off a bit. And I go, watch this, Keita. And I get up and I do an ollie. The only thing was it wasn't an ollie. It was just like a nose lift or something like that. And what happened was I basically collided with the speed ramp and fell forward. I was this close to hitting my face on the ground, but I caught it in like a push-up position. So praise God. But I had my jandals on. I had my jandals on. So I looked down. I had adrenaline, so I didn't feel anything at this point. But I looked down. One of my toenails have come off. 
Like, it was just red flesh. Like, all the detailed people out here, should I keep going? <laughs> it, was, it was not nice. And so I had to spend the next four days at the beach. Come on, this is sand. Sand and... I had to spend the next four days with a toenail off my toe. And the worst part wasn't even the pain for the next four days. The worst part was Keita saying, I told you so. <laughs> and so I had to deal with that. And uh, uh, we're going to preach about wisdom today. And who knows that we need wisdom? Come on, who needs wisdom here? Put your hand up if you need wisdom. Yeah, okay. If you didn't put your hand up, come on, you need a little bit more wisdom today. And you're going to get it. And uh, we're going to look into this, which is really exciting. Uh, we're going to look into quite a few pieces of scripture as well today. And, and I love what Shekinah shared earlier as well. Just saying, don't let the familiarity of it, you know, come on, they're powerful. And I love 2 Timothy 3.16. It says this, for all of scripture is inspired by God. That is amazing. Uh, what well, I said this morning, one thing that I love uh, to hear all the time when I'm at youth. You know, I'm a youth leader, and when we're at youth, a lot of the time they like to ask, how do I hear God's voice? You know, Because we're helping them grow spiritually. And so how do, we, uh, how do they hear God's voice? And it's so cool because we literally have a piece of passage here that says all of Scripture is inspired by God. In other words, all the scripture is breathed out by God. In other words, if you're not hearing the voice of God, I've got some good news for you. You have a big book with his voice. I think I'm the only one excited about that. We have a big book full of God's voice, which is amazing. That changed my world when I heard that because I went from reading the Bible like a boring old religious text. And then when I heard that, I opened it up and I was like, oh my gosh, this is what God is saying to me. And it became alive. And so I encourage you, when we look into these scriptures, come on, listen to the voice of God. God is speaking tonight. This is what wisdom means. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Which means knowledge isn't wisdom. Knowledge is only wisdom when it's applied to our life. So wisdom is the application of Knowledge. Proverbs 3, 5 to 7 says this. It says, Trust in the law with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Come on, it's amazing. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. So we see in the Bible here, that we got to trust who? God. we got to seek whose will? God's will. we got to seek whose path? God's path for our life. And this is a little instruction manual on how to be wise. we got to seek God's heart, God's will. You know, we have so much knowledge in the world. Wisdom is knowledge when applied. We have so much knowledge in the world, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we live in a wise world. We live in a world where there is more knowledge than any other generation before us. Yeah, I don't think we're in the wisest generation. I just don't believe that we are. And we've got to capture what God is saying. This is completely countercultural because the world's wisdom... 
especially for my generation, the people who are around my age. The world's wisdom says, if you want to do that, go do it. If you think you're right, you're right. If you think your opinion is the right opinion, it is the right opinion. Come on, that's the world's wisdom. But is it God's wisdom? And I challenge you as we look further today, maybe there's some things in our lives which we think are amazing, but they're not God's wisdom. And so we're going to look further into that. We need to depend on God's wisdom. How many people here have had a moment in their life where maybe you've strived really hard to do something, maybe at work or something like that, or figure out a solution to a problem or, or do something, and you take, it takes you ages. And then you simply ask God, what do you think of this? Maybe a few months later or whatever. And you get the answer straight away. Two people. I'm alone tonight. Come on, I'm sure a lot of us have been there. Man, it would save us so much time if instead of looking to the world's wisdom, if we just went to God. Instead of saying, man, what do I think in this? God, what do you think in this? It will save us so much time. Come on, God is a wise God. We have more knowledge in the world than ever before, but we also have more knowledge in the Word than ever before. We live in a day where there's not only more knowledge in the world, but in the Word. Come on, I can get on YouTube right now, search up Bible Project, and I can study five books of the Bible and have an understanding around it in one hour. What generation could do that before this? Like, come on, we live in a society, in a world, where we have so much knowledge. Not only in the world, but in the Word as well. Just because, I believe that some people need to hear this. Just because we hear something in church. Just because we might hear something in a worship song, which is like, wow, that was amazing. Just because we highlight something in our Bible. Maybe we... I don't know, hear a friend say something amazing to us, which is just like, that was awesome. It doesn't necessarily mean that we'll apply it to our life and therefore it becoming wisdom. It's just more knowledge. It's just more head knowledge. Come on, we need to have wisdom and the wisdom of God. It says this in Ephesians 1.17. I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ the glorious Father may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. I love this. If you're writing notes, write this down. When knowledge becomes revelation and we apply it to our life, the word says that we will know God better. I'm going to say that again. Let that sink in. When knowledge becomes revelation and we apply it to our life, The word says that we will know God better. So when knowledge doesn't doesn't stay here as head knowledge and it becomes revelation and we apply it to our life, it becomes wisdom. And in the process, we get closer to God. That is some good news. That is amazing. I love what a couple of the other people before me have spoke about. I've, uh, we've heard a couple of times over the last few weeks that often 
Wisdom can look like obedience. And I love a quote by Todd White, which I reference all the time. And he says, uh, delayed obedience is disobedience. That's, uh, that's just challenging. I think I heard that when I was like 17 years old and it shook me ever since. I just love that. Delayed obedience is disobedience. I, I completely believe that the enemy doesn't mind people saying yes to Jesus. I don't think the enemy minds you saying yes to God. But if he can get you to say two words first, then he knows he's one. And those words are but first. But first. I don't believe, I believe, sorry, that God doesn't mind when, oh, sorry, the enemy doesn't mind when people say yes to God, if he can get you to say but first. God, I'll follow you, but first. God, I'll live in your wisdom, but first. But first, let me just get this sweet job that I'm going after. But first, let me just finish school and uni. But first, let me just have enough money to feel comfortable. Come on, but first. I wonder how many of us are saying that. Delayed obedience is disobedience. When I was preparing this message, this is what I felt God say around that. Knowing what's right and not applying it to our life is sin. Whoa. Uh, That just challenges me. Knowing what's right and not applying it is sin. Come on, I wonder in how many times in our lives we've heard God speak to us. We've trusted in God, we've heard Him, but we haven't applied it. We've seen His path, we know it's the right path, but we haven't applied it to our life. When knowledge becomes revelation and we apply it to our life, the Word says we will know God better. Come on, we've got to seek after the Word of God. We've got to seek after what God is saying, His thoughts, His knowledge, and we've got to apply it to our life. And we've got to live in God's wisdom. Amen? few people are still with me. Something that I believe that we can often put hand in hand as well when we think of wisdom. I think a lot of the time we can straight away, our minds can go to uh, the older generation. You know... As we grow older and uh, as we grow, well, older in age, I guess, we grow wiser. But I've got to remind you that what wisdom means is wisdom is the application of knowledge. So we may have more knowledge as we grow older, but do we apply it to our life? Does the knowledge become wisdom? What the Proverbs verse says is trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Don't be a Jay trying to show off on the longboard and do an ollie and get a toenail off. Come on, trust in God. For the sake of the story, trust in Keita, put your shoes on. <laughs> trust in God's wisdom, not your own. 
Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. In James 1.5, it says this. I'm reading from the New King James Version. It says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives with a grudge and sparingly, and it will be given to him. Amen. That's good. Two people were listening. It actually says this. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. Come on, that's good news. And it will be given to him. I want to go back to one part here. It says, let him ask of God who gives to who? All. That's some good news for everyone here. Come on, there's no shortage of God's wisdom. He wants to give his wisdom to all. You don't have to be qualified to gain the wisdom of God. You just need to ask. He wants to give his wisdom to all. I fully believe that God does not want us to make dumb decisions. God doesn't want us to fail. God wants us to live successful lives, wise lives. And he wants to give it to all. I love John 10.10, for the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I have given Jesus, I've come to give you life and life to the full. Come on. He's come to give us life and life to the full, all of us. Then later says in the verse, it says, If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all. Sorry, at the start of the verse. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God. How do you receive wisdom? Come on, we got to ask him. I, I think there's a lot of times where we have needed God's wisdom and we've just been sitting and waiting for God to give us his wisdom. I believe that God is saying, I'm here. I have wisdom to give you. All you need to do is ask. Come on, we need to ask God for his wisdom. We need to ask him. I want to look a little bit more into this verse. There is so much in this. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. The first part of that, let him ask of God, come on, we've got to ask him, who gives. In the Greek, what that actually says is it says constantly giving. In other words, when we need wisdom, it's not just a one-time offer. It's not just a, God, would you give me wisdom? And we're sorted for life. In every situation, every day, we've got to be asking God for his wisdom. So this is what it says. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who constantly gives. It's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. Then it says, to all liberally. Liberally means this. It means large and generous amounts. God is a generous God. Something I shared this morning, which I was watching a podcast and, and um, there were some scientists talking about earth and the sun. And they were saying, to be honest, the amount of sun rays that can come off the sun, there's too many for earth. There's an, it's an oversized sun for an undersized earth. And I was just like listening to that going, God is a big God. He's a generous God. He's so generous that he gave us an oversized sun for our little earth. 
Come on. God is a generous God. He gives in large and generous amounts. What this verse says, it says, if any of you lacks wisdom, come on, if you need wisdom, let him ask of God who is constantly giving in large and generous amounts. Woo! Come on, good news. And without reproach, and it will be given to him. Some translations of the Bible, when it says without reproach, it says without fault finding. God's not looking for your faults. God's not looking at your faults. That's why he went to the cross. He took it all upon himself. So what this verse says, I'm about to tell you some of the best news you're ever going to hear in your life. If any of you lacks wisdom, come on, I'm in that category. I need some more wisdom. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who is constantly giving to all in large and generous amounts without fault finding and it will be given to him. That is good. That is good news. I'm going to say it one more time. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God, who is constantly giving to all in large and generous amounts and without fault finding, and it will be given to him. Come on, when knowledge becomes revelation and we apply it to our life, we will know God better. I don't know what else to say. That is just some of the greatest news I've heard. It excites me so much that we have a God who wants to give, not only once, praise God, constantly to all, not just to a few of us, to everybody in large and generous amounts, more than we will ever need. In a large and generous amount and without, without fault finding. Come on, that backs up all. He's not going around the room and going, come on, yeah, you get all the wisdom. I'm going to give you a generous amount of wisdom. Oh, um, nah, you've done this and this and this. You were there. Now nah, I'll, I'll just give you a tiny bit. Come on, he doesn't look at our faults. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who is giving to all in large and generous amounts and without fault finding, and it will be given to him. Someone needs to get excited with me because I'm spitting on my screen. There's so much excitement about this.